right, Vince, hit him in the head, right between the eyes. Good shot. Okay, he's dead. Let's go get him. That's another one for the fire. Hey guys, thanks for downloading this episode of the Obsessive Viewer Podcast. This is Matt talking, and I just wanted to let you know that this is a very special episode of the podcast as it was recorded live at the Irving Theater for our Shocktober in Irvington event. Uh, it was something we've been wanting to do for a long time, and it's been in the works for a while. Uh, we announced it at PopCon, and it finally came to fruition and went off really well. Um, I want to let you know ahead of time that if you're in the Indianapolis area, and want to check out some awesome events, go to attheirving.com. It's the theater where we hosted Shocktober in Irvington. They have a calendar of events coming up that just, all of them sound really cool. They have a midnight screening of uh, Rocky Horror Picture Show. They have Repo the Genetic Opera. They have this really cool uh, documentary about the female orgasm called Science, Sex, and the Ladies. Um... And they're all, they're all really cool events, and they're very affordable, and it's such a great venue. So check that out at, at theirving.com, and also check out the, uh, the work of the filmmakers who submitted short films to our event, J.P. Leck. He is a man of all trades. He has uh, novels, radio plays, short film, um, there's talk of a needlepoint. Um, all about his Elsewhere World universe, which you can explore uh, at elsewhereworld.com. And then also check out Billy and Brennan Watch Movies. Billy and Brennan are a, a couple of guys we met at Sharktober. Er, Billy and Brennan are a couple of guys we met at uh, PopCon back in May. And uh, they have a really cool web series that's. Uh, it features them watching movies and then basically letting the movies infiltrate their lives, uh, much to the chagrin of their friends. Um, you can check that out at billionbrandon.com. Uh, and also check out the Irvington Historical Society. We raised some money for them. Uh, so we're, uh, we, we're donating all the proceeds to, to them. We're going to uh, do that Saturday, I think. And we're really, we're really excited about it. So thank you again, everyone. And I hope you enjoy the episode. Thanks. Bye. Hey guys. Hello. Hi. Welcome to Shocktober in Irvington. Uh, we opened the doors here about half an hour ago and we're going to kind of let people filter in and stuff. I know people are going to be coming a little late, but I'm Matt. Um, are any of you guys familiar with the podcast at all? Sweet. <laughs> you are? Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, we're a weekly TV and movie podcast where we take a topic and discuss it and all that. We're hosting this event for the Irvington Historical Society um, and for the filmmakers here, JP, uh, JP and Billy and Brandon. So basically, welcome and thanks for coming. And Tiny, do you want to introduce yourself? Yes, I'm Tiny. I am the co-host. Uh, Matt kind of rules this thing with an iron fist. Um eh. <laughs> he lets us speak occasionally. Yeah. Um, we are one man short, uh, but also one man extra. Uh, we're yes. short our third co-host, Mike. Uh, he lives in Evansville, and apparently his uh, 
career is more important than his hobby. So, uh, <laughs> he had to teach a class. Um, and yeah. he, he's driving, he's on his way. So he'll be here soon. Yeah. Um, and then on the other side of the table. I am Greg Lenz. I am actually good friends with both, um, Matt and Tiny. Well, decent friends. Good friends? I, yeah. <laughs> I'd say tolerated acquaintance at best. But, hey. um, I actually met them through, uh, through Tiny's brother and Matt's brother. Yes. And I've known them for a long time and we had talked for many, many, uh, we'd had many, many beers at Rick's Boatyard. Yes. And always, dis- I always was trying to push you guys to start something. <laughs> and, um, so actually, if you have listened to the podcast, I had the, uh, great honor of being the first host <laughs> and then was not asked to be back on for about a year. And then uh, yeah. did a House of Cards special episode, which did you ever release that? We did. Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, we thanks, needed... thanks for listening to it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> well, I am uh, honored to be back on for the third time, but I'm from another uh, show called We Are Libertarians here in Indianapolis. And um, I, I'm just a big fan of Obsessive Viewer, except for the Netflix or the uh, House of Cards episode, apparently. <laughs> and uh, I'm honored to be here. And thanks for everybody for coming out, because this is really important to me. I've always loved Irvington. Mm-hmm. Um, always been a huge fan of the ghost tour and so glad we can try to raise some money for the yeah. community and give back. Oh yeah. Have any of you guys taken the ghost tour? Yeah. Uh, it's so great. If, if, uh, if you guys haven't, uh, for the rest of you guys, if you haven't, uh, every, every Friday and Saturday, um, Al Hunter does the ghost tour and it's, it's fantastic. He takes you through the, through the, through the Irvington community, pointing out different, different haunted areas. We had, a, we had a podcast about it. It's, uh, it's really, it's really impressive just the amount that of knowledge, the breadth of knowledge he has in the amount of hauntings that Irvington has, mm-hmm. uh, which includes this place. Uh, this place is populated by a bunch of ghosts. Um, there's uh, Maria. Okay, that was kind of her cue, but whatever. Um, <laughs> she's, a, she's a little girl who has an aversion to blood, apparently. Uh, there's a story of the... Um, the, a rock band had a had a show and they wanted to do like they wanted to stay in in the theater like stay the night and they played their concert and one of their songs alluded to a murder of some kind and well of the one where someone dies <laughs> and uh and they <laughs> and so they which is when, better to non-death murder right oh right. yeah oh yeah um, preferable right so they basically when they got to that point of their song where they mention the murder just i think it was all the power maybe all the power from the sound but a certain amount of power just went out completely and it freaked them out they didn't end up staying um and there's pictures if you check out the uh obsessive viewer facebook uh event page for this i posted some pictures of the ghosts that populated and also if you look uh behind you at the top there's that's where the projection booth used to be right now it's populated by this what what is that? Uh, it's a creature of some kind. Yes, that is not supposed to. No, it's uh, it's not a ghost, but it's the obsessive viewer creature. It is. Oh yeah, that's what we're calling it now. I thought that was me. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, up there is where the projection booth used to be, and way back in the day, like when film was on nitrate, um, they had a projectionist, and the projectionist would would stay up in the booth, and all the chemicals and everything would come up, and uh, he would inhale it. And not intentionally. Not intentionally. He wasn't like a junkie. He wasn't getting high. Well, I don't know. He could have been. <laughs> but anyway, so he would stay in the booth as the films ran. And he eventually died of, of respiratory problems, I believe. And so 
up there in in the projectionist booth, you can see him sometimes, and he he kind of wanders around in his uh in his uh where his lungs would be, because I guess I guess ghosts don't have bodies, but uh, where his lungs would be would would be white from the chemicals of the the nitrate, and there are also pictures on there too, on the um, obsessive viewer page, and then the Indian. It's supposedly up across that wall, correct? Oh, yeah, that's right. And they have yeah. pictures of him. Yeah. Do you guys believe in ghosts? Yeah? It's actually kind of close to... It's that column where you're sitting right behind you. Right. They have photos of... It's either an Indian or a hippie, which really it's probably a blurred line regardless, but... Mm-hmm. <laughs> he probably is what, though? Seven, eight feet tall? Something like that. Yeah. Something it's like very that. cool. It's very interesting to look at. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but then in the, the, this theater's history is pretty amazing because behind us, if you look at the floor, and it's actually the subfloor at the moment, um, is the floor, the old parquet floor from Mad- or Market Square Arena. Yeah. And, um, you can go up, I guess they, the ghost tour, Alan brings them in here, and sometimes they let you touch it, and it's where, you know, Elvis Presley, the last floor he ever played on. Yeah. Uh, that was about, how long before his death was that? I don't know, I wasn't, I wasn't alive yet. <laughs> You mean you weren't responsible, Greg? I didn't kill him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and also, you know, just it, it used to be an adult cinema, I believe, at one point. Used to have uh, porn play. Nice. Which, you know, yeah, nice is nice about covers at times. <laughs> yeah. Um, but some. Hence the pews. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, but we also have uh, some filmmakers here. We're going to be showing the short films. We have J.P. Leck. He's, he's, his short film is The Novelty. It's a part of his else, elsewhere world, uh, universe of novels, films, radio plays. It's just, it's all expansive and it's, it's, it's a really good short film and I'm really excited to share it with everyone. Mm-hmm. And then we've got, <laughs> and we've got back there, we've got Billy and Brandon, who we met at Indie PopCon <laughs> back in June and they, their short film is Intruder. And they're, they're from the Billy and Brandon Watch Movies, um, web series. And <laughs> does anyone know about this, Billy and Brandon? Billy and Brandon? Yeah. Billy and Brandon <laughs> know about it. But it's, it's a web series where they take their everyday, their lives are influenced by movies, their love of movies. So each time, each episode focuses on one particular movie and they don't, they don't emulate it, but they let it influence their actions, and it's always with hilarious consequences, and much to the chagrin of their friends in in the show. And it's <laughs> it's really good. And it was their their short film is a is a really great homage to to like movies like Halloween. So I'm looking forward for both of those. And of course, we're going to be screening Night of the Living Dead. Are you guys excited about that? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Tell me about that. Know. What is this? Is this foreign? It's. A <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, public domain, which is the most important part about it. Um, <laughs> we tried to get the rights to Halloween. We really d- I was on the phone with the people that have the rights to Halloween for a month before they told me that they can't do it because they don't have the right to screen single events. So I think maybe next year I'll just say screw it and just show that one anyway. Yeah, as long as no one says anything to prank <laughs> us interna- international. Um, <laughs> So what's how does that work? They cannot show it at a single event? It's something like, I think it was just, I think they didn't think it was a legitimate thing because I kept saying the Obsessive Viewer podcast, which I thought was an international thing, but, you know, 
Um, <laughs> so they kind of kept saying, like, oh, the guy that covers it isn't here. So I was like, listen, I've been calling for a month. And then they're like, uh, let me put you on hold for 10 minutes. They didn't say that, but, you know, it was implied. I read between the lines. And then they were just like, yeah, we don't have the rights. Our rights don't include single night events. And I was like, okay. I've seen several of them yeah. pop up, but, you know. But I think those are for, like, chain stuff, yeah. So next year, Halloween. <laughs> Screw it. Halloween <laughs> marathon, all of them. <laughs> awesome. Quit drinking, Matt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this one's kicked. All right. So we got some more people filtering in. Slowly. Yeah, slowly. And then, um, JP, you are also doing an, a signing tomorrow at Book Mamas, correct? Yes. And which book oh, yeah. is that uh, to promote? Mm-hmm. Very nice. Cool. Very for nice. The, for the podcast listeners, it's The Merely Mortal and The Undying Strangely Stranger. Undying. What is it? Strangely Undying. Strangely Undying. Sorry about that, man. Uh, and he's doing a, well, this won't go up by then, but he's doing a book <laughs> signing at Book Mamas, which one of you lucky guys is going to get the, a gift card to Book Mamas, so you can use that when you go check out JP. Yeah. yeah. No excuse not to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no excuse. excuse. Yeah, and I actually read JP's uh, first book, um, The Merely Mortal. It's really good. Um, I just love the whole concept of tying a universe all together with a book, movie, uh radio play it's really just an original idea um and just I, I i you can check out a review i wrote of it on uh, a sister site that we contribute to called obsessivebooknerd.com yes. um i had a lot of great things to say about it because it's really good um the characters are incredible it's scary <laughs> and i'm i'm not easily scared so <laughs> definitely check it out nice yeah. <laughs> uh, and of course we should we should get some plugs in should, should we get some plugs in that's your specialty. Oh yeah, it is my specialty. It's what I what I actually we can't for. get you to stop plugging yeah. things. So anyway, obsessiveviewer.com is a blog. <laughs> um, <laughs> now it's a blog that I started back in February of last year. I was just I was bored and I I think I was I think I watched the movie Flight with uh, Denzel Washington, yeah. and I basically watched that movie and then I was really excited to tell Tiny about it and then I told him about it and then I was like, hey, I think I might start a blog and then he was like, okay. So I started the blog and then <laughs> six months. Five, six months later, we started the, the podcast, and then eventually Mike came on and then didn't show up to Sharktober and Irvington. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know. Uh-oh. And then a car alarm went off. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, really, we've been doing this for most of our lives, half our lives, because oh, yeah. Matt and I met when we were in junior high. Yes. I thought he was going to kill me because my brother almost killed my uh, his brother. Yeah, that's, that's a whole other story. It's a whole other story. We'll start another yeah. podcast. And, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and now he's a cop. <laughs> he's a cop. Yeah, that's yeah. funny. But uh, yeah, we've been friends since we were twelve, I think. And yeah. this is what we used to do: is we used to just hang out, and we'd be like, "Hey, did you see the latest movie, so and so?" And right, we would just have these conversations and had a blast doing it. And oh yeah, I feel like we kind of know what we're talking about. I think we know what we're talking about pretty well, as long as you don't fact uh, check us. <laughs> Everyone it's, who's uh, related to us says we're good at it. Yeah, yeah. So, and all our friends. <laughs> yeah, I remember in high school, like our friends would, or my brother's friends would call and be like, "Hey, did you do you know how how's Cloverfield? Is that pretty good? Have you seen it yet?" And I'll, I'd be like, "No, but I've heard it's really good. It's found footage, it's all that stuff." And then they'd be like, "Okay, cool, thanks." And I'd be like, "Okay, I don't want to see it or whatever." Yeah, so, right. That conversation so. was that short. <laughs> yeah. Oh You'd yeah. Keep him on the phone the for time. twenty minutes. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was more of a fan of his early stuff, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, so, Drew Goddard, is, uh, his early stuff is Cloverfield. He went on to direct uh, Cabin in the Woods, I believe. Thanks for demonstrating that. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we just started, decided to start recording it one day. Yeah. Um, and oh, yeah. that's why we're here. Also, because yeah. of Greg. He pushed us into it. Right. Greg did push us into it, and then I kind of ran... Uh, like Tiny said, I run it with an iron fist. Yes. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> and I kind of went a little crazy with it, and I edited it and everything. It's fun. Yeah. But uh, also, then... Back in was it February, the one-year anniversary of the blog, we started Obsessive Book Nerd, um, which is just a, a site for book reviews and, and commentary on the reading industry and all that. Reading industry, that's the correct term. Publishing. <laughs> Publishing and uh, e-readers and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, I just finished a complete write-up, a weekly write-up, a 21-weekly write-up, 21-week write-up write of the Walking Dead comics. Uh, which we'll be raffling off later tonight, which I, I couldn't find book four, so whoever wins that, you, you might need to <laughs> fill it up. So you're gonna get one, books one, two, three, five, and six. <laughs> um, but it's okay, book four just has some of the most important stuff in it, but whatever. Um, <laughs> just read the review. <laughs> yes, exactly. That was my plan. Oh yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah, so Greg, so you don't listen to the podcast that much apparently. I just I don't like to listen to myself. First of all, that's really why. Sure. But you're only on like a few episodes. Yeah. Do you listen to the other episodes where you're not on? Oh yeah, I subscribe. Oh good. Yeah. Which one's your favorite? My favorite one was probably the one on the Sandler summer, the Sandler, oh. the Summer of Sandler series. <laughs> that was a fun. If any of you've listened to the podcast, do you are you guys familiar with our Summer of Sandler series? Say that four times fast. Anyone? <laughs> nice. It's uh, <laughs> it was a four episode. A four-part dissection of Adam Sandler's career, which Adam Sandler isn't really the kind of guy that needs a four-episode dissection. It was like five hours worth of recording time mm. spent on Adam Sandler. Mm. And it was fun. It was a lot of fun. We watched the movies, too. Like we, we watched all oh, of yeah. them. We, we, did, we cut no corners. Oh, so. yeah. I now pronounce you Chuck in homophobia. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was... How do you manage that with your Match.com and your Tinder profiles? <laughs> <laughs> we're busy. Uh, we're busy men. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's a caveat that I put on all my dates. Like, hey, you know, <laughs> I've got this thing going on. So you come second, third, <laughs> fifth in my life. But, yeah. So Shocktober is something that's always been important to you, especially. Because yes. you had talked about that for quite some time. This is obviously the first time we're pulling this off. Oh, um, yeah. And... Talk, kind of talk about that. Uh, well, well, it's been kind of when I met Mike. Mike, who is absent, he'll be here soon. He he and I were roommates at college, and he has he actually has a new band out called uh, As Good as It Gets. So you can check out the free. You can download a free EP, um, the Something Borrowed EP, or Something Old EP. I'm sorry, um, on Bandcamp. And he and I were roommates, and it was kind of. Obviously, I'm, I'm pretty, what's the word I'm looking for, Tiny? Um, insane? Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. An insane I'm dork. Insane and, um, <laughs> very, not self-conscious, but very socially anxious. Oh, Social anxiety. Overly analytic, analytical? 
overly analytical. Like, I'm going to go through this <laughs> recording and analyze every single thing that I said. So anyway, so I was very nervous about rooming with a complete stranger. So I naturally, when I found out his name, I Googled him and, and looked him up and everything instead of actually talking to him. <laughs> so, so I found out that he had a band, and I listened to his music, and I thanked every every entity in the universe that I actually liked the music because I didn't want to room with a guy that I didn't like his music. Um, but anyway, we both bonded over a love of film and, and we kind of talked about our love of the Scream franchise. Are you guys a fan of the Scream franchise? Anyone? Yeah? It's a good, it's a good slasher. Yeah. There we go. Good, Boo, Nev Campbell. <laughs> <laughs> well, Nev Campbell notwithstanding, it's still a pretty good slasher <laughs> franchise. Yeah. But we bonded over that and then we kind of evolved that and every, it would be basically, basically, I, I referred to him as my Evansville Tiny. <laughs> because uh, we went to school in Evansville and Tiny was, you know, not there. Yeah. And so we became kind of besties. And then we <laughs> we would basically talk about movies and everything. And Shocktober was a big part of that because he's a huge fan of Halloween. He's a huge fan of the the horror genre. I'm a huge fan of horror. Of horror. And it kind of evolved from there. And we called every, every October Shocktober. We would try to watch as many horror movies as we could. And... Then it evolved to this. What was your? Uh, what was the most you ever did? Oh, the most movies you ever watched in, in one a, October. In one October, which is thirty-one days, so it's not a thirty-day one. So I had an extra day. So don't judge <laughs> me too harshly for this. But I think it was like sixty-two. Sixty-two movies. Sixty-two movies, uh, which was a lot of fun. And uh, as obsessive compulsive as I am, I do track all of my movies that I watch <laughs> every year. Um, and it was, it was. Thank you. So, <laughs> So it was, it was definitely something I was proud of. Maybe not something that I put on the aforementioned match.com profile, <laughs> but it's something I was proud of. And that's more of a third date revelation. Like, hey, I track my movies and I watch 62 movies in a month. <laughs> that's more yeah. for desperatevirgins.com. <laughs> I was proud of you. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Tiny. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And now, Tiny, what's your relationship to Shocktober? Um, I'm kind of a fan of Shocktober by proxy. Mm-hmm. Like, I, horror is fun. It's, it's a really fun genre, and I, I get into it to an extent, but just nowhere as near as much as Matt and Mike. Right. Um, and I, like, we did a Halloween franchise episode a couple of weeks ago, mm-hmm. and I think I probably talked for about 10 minutes total in an hour and a half episode. <laughs> and it's just, I don't know, I, I love horror. It's great. It's just that it's, it's just not my favorite genre, and I it's don't. It's subjectively great. Yes, it's subjectively it's, great. Uh, there's a lot of garbage. We actually just recorded an episode where it was horror movies that we want to see remade because they were awful. <laughs> I offered up uh, Urban Legend. Anyone seen that? Yeah, I'm it's sorry. not that good. It's real. I have a review posting on Monday for it to plug the obsessive viewer. Was it Sarah Michelle Geller? No, that no. was uh, Alicia Witt. I'm, okay. And Jared Leto's in it as a as a really phoned in journalism student. That when I went to USI and I met Mike, yes, I was uh, I was I majored in journalism, and uh, basically I majored in journalism and. I suddenly realized I don't really want to do this because it's very mundane and everything. And he was like, in Jared Leto in the movie is the the embodiment of why I didn't pursue journalism <laughs> and why I'm just a podcaster now. But and a security guard. So if you guys yeah. do security, you know. you'll be very um, safe tonight. We're both oh, yeah. security guards. Well, yeah. we're security guards with a podcast, Tiny. Let's not <laughs> let's not get too carried away here. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's. It's uh, it's something that is uh with Shocktober it's something that that 
I've I've loved for a long time and everything like that. I completely lost my train of thought. Um, that never happens. No, it never does. Yeah, <laughs> cutting room floor um, of the podcast. But yeah, so we started. We basically it wasn't really a competition. Me and Mike, we just basically went for it, and and we would watch as many horror movies as we won as we could. Um, yeah, and Urban Legend is horrible. Just to reiterate that, <laughs> it's if you've seen Scream, you've seen. If you've seen if you've seen Scream, Urban Legend is Scream at a university, but not being Scream Two, um, <laughs> with a killer that's obsessed with urban legends instead of obsessed with horror movies. Do you get yeah. all that? Do you guys get all that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> good, good. You so know what? What's something that I've always I find interesting is that, that you know horror is such a genre where there's so many cult classics, obviously, and it's oh, kind yeah. of either a boom or bust. It seems like to me there's very little there's very little middle in that genre. Oh right? yeah, and it seems like lately that. For whatever reason, there's been a great decline in the number of one cult classics and two even outstanding horror films or well-reviewed horror films, and that's something I was kind of looking forward to tonight to see two filmmakers, um, yeah, who probably have a very interesting take and probably a different take than anything I've seen in the horror genre because the last horror in, independent horror film I saw mm-hmm. was with you guys. Uh, what was it? VC or um, VHS? VHS. VHS. We saw VHS. You fell asleep and your phone went off. I did. And that, <laughs> just saying. But it, we saw like, you know, it was a late one. But I actually yeah. found it very interesting just purely because it was sort of a, um, a consolidation of short films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the great thing about like movies like VHS and stuff is it's populated by filmmakers that are, they're kind of, they're not necessarily breaking out, but they're, it's like a community of filmmakers, and it's like Ty West and a bunch of other ones I can't remember off the top of my head. He's the best. But like, yeah, he is. He he yeah. did the short film, uh, the the short in in VHS. That was the honeymoon one. That was if you guys seen yeah. it, it's really impressive. It's good. Uh, he also did uh, the Innkeepers. I think I think that was him. But yes, thank you, <laughs> uh, the Innkeepers, which was awesome. It was kind of like a. It felt like an indie drama with a ghost. <laughs> and it was it was pretty cool. I, I liked it a lot. Um, but he is also in like he's he appears in as an actor. Um, Your next, which is is really interesting to me because I think Your next was directed by some people that were involved with VHS. It's just really it's really cool how they have that kind of communal kind of effort. Um, yeah, you don't get that a lot anymore. You really don't. Yeah. It's, so it's, yeah, what do you uh, attribute to that to the kind of the, the decline? Um. I don't know, changing industry, like, like, uh, kind of, not necessarily theater experiences aren't necessarily dying, but it's kind of, you know, it's become, movie going has become more of a solitary thing with Netflix and, mm-hmm. and, you know, even back at the advent of, of, um, home video also was kind of the, Disruption the of the entire industry? Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, was, now you can pull a yeah. device out of your pocket and watch a movie anywhere you want. Exactly. Yeah, you can. You know, it's oh, different. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm watching <laughs> Nightmare on Elm Street right now. Um, not really. I have a clock here. <laughs> do you do you think any of it has to do? I know for me, I'm just rarely shocked by anything anymore. Nothing. Right. I mean, hardly anything scares me. Or, yeah. I mean, I get obviously scared if I'm like threatened with a mugging in Broderpool, but right. you know, outside of something yeah. along those lines, like it's very rare that anything even registers. And I wonder if a lot of it has to do with that. Right. Like maybe the audience is desensitized. Yeah. Now. I would. I would. I'm curious about that because I just can't remember the last. I mean, outside of Saw, yeah, yeah, and and it's all subjective. Obviously, horror is probably the most subjective genre in all of film, and in all of fiction, uh, in all of what I hope is fiction. Um, 
but it's it's also the most rewarding when it's done right. And what I wanted, what what this event is about is showcasing people that have done right by horror. Uh, J.P. Leck and Billy and Brandon. Um, yeah, nice plug. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. com and billyandbrandon.com. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Glad you memorized that, Matt. Yeah, I meant to have notes, but we were setting up and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we have some more people coming in. So yeah. Um So Tiny. like what would you say in the line? Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh no, no, no. I was just gonna say Tiny favorite horror movie on the spot. Go. Uh favorite horror movie, favorite horror movie. Uh, Mike's not here, so I'm gonna say Halloween. Nice. That's Mike's favorite movie. Nice. And I never want to steal his thunder. <laughs> right. Um but I, I had never seen Halloween until last year. Yeah. Seriously, the original John Carp well not the, ori- yeah, you the original. Yeah, never original. You had yeah. never seen the original Halloween until last seen- year. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but I don't even know what to say and to you. Right yet now. I still let him podcast right? with me. <laughs> Thank but God it's not about, you know, movies and TV. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but that kind of shows you just how horror really uh, isn't my thing, but man, I really fell in love with that movie hard last yeah. year. Um I watched it 3 times. I I went ahead and just <laughs> bought the 35th anniversary Blu-ray, which we will be raffling off tonight. Yes, we will. Yeah. But it's Matt's. Not mine. Well, yeah. <laughs> it also has an obsessive viewer sticker on it. So. Right, right. Yeah. But yeah, I really fell in love with that movie. Um it's just incredible. Just the tracking shots towards the beginning. Just oh. man, that blows me away. Just as a piece of filmmaking, it's incredible. Oh, yeah. So I'm glad Mike's not here. So I do can you feel like that. that's kind of the horror movie that that most people would have that experience? That's the one that leads them into the genre. Uh, most of a certain generation. Yeah, I would say yeah. Um, and and Mike is fond of saying that horror is cyclical. Uh, certain trends kind of jump to certain areas. Uh, or certain certain subgenres are. Uh, popular at any given time like right now it's kind of we're kind of going transitioning from like the torture torture porn movies to um uh to more psychological haunted house movies kind of a throwback to like the 70s haunted house movies and stuff like the stuff that james wan's doing mm-hmm. um and stuff like that but and then here in like five years it'll be something different maybe slashers will make another thing but uh make another comeback but it's it comes from like halloween kind of kicked off the slasher genre again, or I think, yeah, because it kind of went off of uh, uh, Psycho from uh, mm-hmm. the 60s. And it, from there, it kind of went from Halloween and then to Scream. Uh, it came back with Scream, and yeah, and, and my favorite horror movie would... First of all, Tiny, you wouldn't say The Thing is your favorite horror movie? It's more of a... Uh, te- I guess it is technically a horror, but it's just... Mm-hmm. I don't kind know. of a creature feature. Yeah, it is. But I don't know. I'm gonna since Mike's not here, I'm gonna steal Halloween. Nice, nice. <laughs> um, I would go with, you know, I don't know. I I really don't know. Probably Scream, as maybe silly as that sounds, because it's it's not a scary movie. I have memories of of seeing it on home video and being kind of scared when someone knocked on the door in the middle of it. But that was also like me trying a little too hard as an eighth grader versus <laughs> fifth grader. Yeah. Because my parents were cool. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but probably one of my favorite, favorite contemporary ones would probably be not even contemporary. I would, I, you know what? I'm going to steal your one tiny that probably you maybe feel like you should have said. Um, I think I know where you're going with this. Alien. Uh, yeah, which is a yeah. movie I didn't see for uh, until a couple of years ago. I'm basically bogarting all of Tiny's uh, talk <laughs> about Halloween. 
Um, but I basically I borrowed his Blu-ray, and we live in Speedway, and it was like like a race day or something, and I was basically trapped in my apartment because <laughs> uh, traffic. So I watched Alien and just fell in love with it. And actually, Keystone Art is playing it tonight at midnight and tomorrow night at midnight. And I think I think I'm gonna drag Tiny to it, right? Yeah. Tiny, you're gonna go. I'll fall asleep in there. He's yeah. gonna go, and if you guys are in the area, come check it out. It'll be See, I, I qualify Alien as more of a sci-fi movie. It's sci-fi definitely horror. definitely scare, it's, scary. It's one of the most tonally perfect movies I think yeah, if, it is. in terms of terror. Yeah. So that qualifies as horror I think. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it is more sci-fi. And yeah. what year was that made? Was that 1979? 70 something, yeah. 79 so because because uh, uh Mike is fond of saying that it's that it's Halloween in space. <laughs> I'm like it doesn't the timing doesn't really come out that way but yeah. So I like to say that uh, it's alien, that it's uh, that Halloween is alien in a house. <laughs> so, what would you Earth. say, like in the last fifteen years? Because that's really where I feel like the drought's been. Mm-hmm. Is there anything that particularly sticks out? Paranormal Activity. Okay, and I know that that franchise yeah. has gotten such flack for all of its horrible sequels, but the original is very. It's a great piece of movie making. In terms of tension building mm-hmm. it builds the tension toward the end and in the end it just ramps up and it it's at its heart it's a good story about a couple a couple story pretty much and i think that that's something that's very often overlooked which is what you want in your horror oh absolutely you want a little love in there you do you do <laughs> um yeah yeah paranormal activity is man i couldn't more sleep. so than blair witch yeah blair witch is uh pretty much Blair Witch was was a product of its marketing, because mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. it was brilliant, brilliant marketing. But it what when it doesn't stick with you on repeat viewings, I don't think. Plus, I think the movie's legacy is kind of that it, it sort of launched the fa- the found footage genre yeah. or subgenre yeah, of horror, and that is just so played out now. I mean, I I still enjoy yeah. it myself, but I think uh, a lot of horror audiences are kind of they're just burnt out. On uh, on found footage, yeah, especially found footage that isn't horror, because I think the found footage format is is definitely um, a thing that is is prime for um, horror. And and when yeah. you have like a teen party movie like Project X, yeah, it's like I was tweeting throughout that entire movie because I was the only one in the theater, which is a good indicator of how it how it was. <laughs> um, but yeah. is that because they knew you were going to be in there? I probably. <laughs> it's like, oh, Matt's here. Yeah. But anyways, Greg, your favorite horror movie. Favorite horror you know what's movie. funny? I mean, I would obviously say the one that got me into everything would be Halloween. Um, mm-hmm. right. The one that, though, it's funny, as a kid and has always stuck with me that really got me interested in it was um, Chucky. Oh, oh really? nice. That was, I, I don't, for whatever reason, oh. I was terrified of Chucky as a young kid. And I really had a long period of time where I didn't like horror films at all, especially uh, Halloween I, I would watch. But I uh, I don't know why, but I would always get up so upset. Like, you remember when he breaks his pumpkin? He gets tripped and he breaks his pumpkin and the kids laugh at him at school. Like, the entire movie, <laughs> yeah. all I could think about was I wanted Mike Myers to go around and stab those kids. And I know that's horrible <laughs> and probably not a PC thing to say. But I was like, you can't, it's the kid's pumpkin. It's Halloween. I feel so sorry for this, this oh, nice I little hate, kid. I hate those empathetic moments where you, where you feel like, oh, I feel so bad for this character. But have you seen uh, Halloween 4? No, huh? Oh, there's, uh, uh. Is that with Buster Rhymes? No, that's Halloween Resurrection. (laughs) Oh. Uh, they should have paid me to have that in the box set. (laughs) But in Halloween 4, there's, 
uh, uh, Daniel Harris plays a character named Jamie, who's who's um, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis's like daughter in the movie, and it's basically a way to expand the mythology without paying Jamie Lee Cur- Curtis to be in the movie. Right. But she is a kid, and she's going th- like she's she's in. She's, uh, she has, uh, adoptive parents, I guess, or, or cousins or something like that, raising her. And she's going through class or going through school, like minding her own business. And then these kids come up and it's like, Hey, is your mom coming home for Halloween? And then saying like, Jamie's an orphan. Jamie's an orphan. I'm like, that's horrible. I feel so horrible. <laughs> Bullying is real. It is. <laughs> yes. Ah, I know. And then you just, like, for me, I, I saw that and maybe that's why, cause I know when we talk, I keep waiting on that film where it's the horror film that's flipped upside down where like the go, the demon terrorizes the individual and he just picks the wrong individual. <laughs> you know, kind of like Gran Torino, he picks the wrong character. Right. But, um, you know, I, that was a big transformative thing. But the one that led me back actually to get back into it as, as mm-hmm. I got older was actually Event Horizon. Oh, Did nice you ever pick. see that movie? Nice the pick, Shining yeah. in Space. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. I really did. It's effective in, uh, um, in a cheesy kind of sci-fi way. It is. It, it was, it was incredibly terrifying though. It yeah. was, yeah. Um, just the, the whole issue about the, they're speaking Latin. I mean, it was, it were, mm-hmm. um, and then, I mean, it was gory as all get out with the, yeah. obviously oh, yes. like this pressurized environment from mm-hmm. space and, Right. Oh, but yeah, that was the one that led me back, and then I got into Scream a little. Um, sure. But I just feel like the, the classics were more terrifying because I feel like uh, less is more. Yeah. Oh, Agreed. Yeah. And that's something that Halloween did did very well. Even later in the franchise, um, it was it was all about less less is more, less gore, less uh, and more focused on on the tension. And that's something that kind of got away from the fran- from the horror genre, like with Saw and everything. It's just who can gross out each other the most. Mm-hmm. Um, which is not bad. I mean, you know, there are people who are scared by gore and won't see gore and and cry themselves to sleep as a security guard and a podcaster <laughs> because of gory movies. Um, You're talking about Rob Zombie's Halloween, right? Sure. That was going to be actually <laughs> one of the things I brought up. Like, do you, that, though, I thought was a well-done gore. I thought they did a great job with the storyline. They mm-hmm. enhanced all the different areas and mm-hmm. developed it even more. Right. Um, and it was terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I have a pretty controversial opinion about that because you do. Yeah, we, we, we covered yeah. it on podcast, yeah. but definitely right. check out the late uh, the Halloween franchise episode. Tiny said that Rob Zombie's Halloween is better than John Carpenter's Halloween. No, no you cut off his mic. Yeah, no, that's what he I said. Didn't. That's exactly what he said. That's not what I said, <laughs> jerk. No, I the ho- I said that the original Halloween, John Carpenter's, is clearly the better film. Objectively, it is a better film without right. a question. But Rob Zombie's has more of what I like in it. So right. I sort of prefer Rob Zombie's a little more. That's sure. my opinion. Sure. Don't kill me after the show. <laughs> <laughs> right? Thank you, sir. I'm going to break your pumpkin. <laughs> Please don't oh, let man. that be a euphemism. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well, it's about 7.10. We should get started on these, these short films. Are you guys you guys want to see some short films? Yeah. Yeah. yeah? Awesome. Shocktober. Uh, yes. So... If you guys haven't already, we have water and little Rice Krispie treats back there while we get all set up if you want to go back there and grab one. And also make a donation to the Irvington Historical Society. And, uh, we're going to raffle off some stuff here in a bit, too. So let me get this set up and everything and slowly and very cleanly step away from the mic. Yeah, and we're going to show uh, JP's The Novelty first, correct? Yes. By JP Leck. All right, here we go.
All right, so what'd you guys think? Pretty awesome, right? Pretty awesome. Yeah. Pretty cool. So uh, JP is is here tonight, and he was uh, kind enough to uh, offer to come up here and answer a few questions. So yeah, please welcome JP up here. All right. All right. I gotta say, I just got here. I'm Mike, by the way. <laughs> Thanks for the introduction, Tiny. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, and I saw the last couple of minutes, and then I went to the bathroom and came out. And so, I see someone's head getting bashed in. It's pretty cool. It's all the best part. Pretty yeah. intense. And so, uh, I don't know. This is really cool. Um, yeah. Thank you, everybody, for coming. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, everyone. So I had a few questions because I'm, I'm kind of going to run with this because I'm JP's biggest fan. Um, he is. My first question is, <laughs> how much did you pay Steven Spielberg to direct that? <laughs> That's very kind of you to say. Yeah. I actually have a photography background, so all my projects I approach very visually. Cool. I'm a big Steven Spielberg fan. Nice, nice. nice. And uh, speaking of photography, there is a photograph that makes an appearance in the movie. Did you want to tell us about that? Yes. What she sees when she looks through the stereoscope is actually an image that my wife and I found years ago. It's a photograph taken by her late mother, which obviously we all saw it. But mm. it's a cemetery. It's a crypt in a cemetery. And semi-transparent on the first landing of the staircase is a cloaked figure. <laughs> and we don't know if it's a double exposure that she made on purpose or if it was something very creepy, but either way, it was good for the film. Very cool. Very cool. And um, now this ties into your whole Elsewhere World universe. It does. I do a very obnoxious thing with every project. I make it only a piece of the overall story so that you have to read the books, you have to see <laughs> the films, you have to listen to the radio plays, check out my needlepoint, whatever else I'm going to do. <laughs> it's, all, it's all one big cohesive thing, and when you see it as a whole, then you really understand it. Nice, nice. And is the guy who played the monster, is he okay? He is, actually. When we were, we were shooting that in my garage, I know, I know it really takes away the mystique of filmmaking, we were shooting that in my garage, he uh, he bashed his head on the concrete. But oh, he was, wow. He was, he was a good sport about it. They were wrestling, and he, we, yeah, he's all right. Good. He's alive. Good. He good. might good. be here, I'm not sure. <laughs> awesome, awesome. And uh, there's there's a very, like a like an aesthetically perfect house where the where the character finds this book and it is sort of a historic house called the Benton House. Um did you want to tell us a little bit about that because it's kind of it's kind of historic for this movie. It is. Um I think we were the first film crew to be allowed to shoot there. Oh um, wow. The manager of the house, a very nice lady by the name of Linda Hudson, she helped us out with that and we got in there. We only had about 4 or 5 hours. Okay. Which isn't a lot of time, but we were able to get in there and do it and we were very appreciative for them letting us do that. Very cool. Very cool. Yeah, and uh, man, when we watched this a couple mm-hmm. weeks ago for the first time, I was just like really blown away because, you know, you see so many movies and they seem so uh, disbalanced where it's like uh, the camera's moving around the whole time or it never moves. But it seems like you kind of blended those things together. So um, who are your bigger, like your biggest influences as far as like filmmaking goes? Uh, probably Stanley Kubrick. Nice. Oh, nice. He would he would take his time with a film. He would let you explore a space, mm-hmm. whether yeah. that be like a you know a starship or a hotel out in the mountains. He would let the cameras move very slowly, and you could see everything in the room. I love that. Awesome. So nowadays, you have very frenetic filmmaking where it's a different thing every five seconds. Which yeah. Michael Bay. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and you know that's that's the feeling I got was uh I was like it's either PT Anderson or or uh, or Stanley Kubrick, you know, the nice wide shots, the camera just tracks perfectly with the characters. Um very cool, very cool. Um you guys have any questions for JP? What's your favorite Stanley Kubrick movie? 
Ah, <laughs> oh, 2001. Thank you. It's kind of a uh, cliche Thank answer, you. but it's <laughs> he had his fingers crossed. This over, this hand over here, his fingers were crossed. Oh yeah, I <laughs> love 2001. 2001. Yeah, didn't get any better in 2001. Oh yeah, very good, very good. What about you guys? Uh, oh. I got nothing. Go ahead, JP. What? Uh, tell me a little bit about your background, in case for people that may not be familiar. Uh well, I am a writer first and foremost. Uh, you guys mentioned earlier, I have two novels that are out. Um, I've done photography for quite a while, but filmmaking is relatively new. I've done some other projects, but the novelty, I consider my first true short film. Cool, cool. How would you compare the two? Do you do you enjoy the filmmaking more, or do you like their creative process? And They're very different animals. Um, I'm very visual, which I'm a visual artist, but you don't really get that with writing a book. Um, so the filmmaking and photography, that kind of thing, really gives me a chance to do all the visuals that I love. Very cool. Nice. And the next part of your whole Elsewhere World phase is going to be um, some radio plays that are going to be out, correct? Yes, we have one done called The Infernaliers, which we have commitments from two radio stations to air this Halloween. If you check in with the website and the Facebook page, we will have the dates and times when they become available. Very cool. So there's going to be more than one? Yeah, actually, the guy that I made it with, he and I sort of made a commitment to one another to try to do one every year because we both have a uh-huh. love for old radios. So we're going to try to do a Halloween radio play every year. Hopefully, that'll happen. Oh, that's amazing. Very cool. How? Uh, what's your writing process like? Um, now that I have two small children, it's uh, it's a little <laughs> hectic. It's uh, okay. Nap time. Come on, <laughs> Daddy's got to work. <laughs> wow, wow, very nice. cool. How much of the Elsewhere world? universe do you like have you said you're very visual so how much like what is in store for the future what's the big picture uh and it is a big picture um (laughs) the books will go on for the foreseeable future i have six planned out at the moment i'm sure 10 years later once i've got all those six done i'll have another six Mm -hmm. um i want to do a short film every year we'll see if that actually happens because they can get expensive like Mm -hmm. i said the radio plays we'll try to do one of those a year and i actually have some aspirations for a comic book but that's a little bit further down the road we'll see if that happens very cool very cool. And just uh, real quick, what, what's the website and your Facebook page? Just so it people is can find www. Is it four Ws or three Ws? <laughs> it's three. three. Elsewhereworld.com, and there's links to everything that I do. It's kind of just a big hub of the Elsewhere World universe. So if you want to check it out, go there. Awesome. Cool. Where can we buy this needlepoint? <laughs> well, once I have it done, it'll be available right next door at the antique. Sweet. <laughs> Wonderful. Wonderful. Great. Very cool, very cool. Awesome. Well, thanks for bringing your film, and thanks yeah, for talking thank to us. thank you so much. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, fellas. Cool. Yep. All right. Now, since you guys didn't get really get a chance to meet Mike so much, say hi to Mike. <laughs> hi, shadows. <laughs> Is anybody out there dressed up? Because my wife uh, costumed. And she's a little worried that she was the only one. I saw one hand. I saw one <laughs> shadowed hand. A couple. Three, good. Three, oh, three, good. Good. Four. Good. Good. Yeah, All right. Good. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Way to really make that important, Matt. <laughs> hey, I, it's been a lot going on. Yeah, um, and earlier before you got here, Mike, we discussed our. our we each listed our favorite horror films. Oh, no. and I stole yours since yes. you weren't here. Oh, that's your penalty. Yeah. You. What'd you say? Halloween. Halloween. Striptease. Oh, Halloween. <laughs> it was Halloween. Yeah. Then I would say, <laughs> and you probably said Scream. Uh, I think so. I I'm so drunk right now. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> drunk, drunk on Rice Krispies. There's yes. a ton of them back There's there. There's a ton of them back there. Yeah. Please help yourselves. Um, yeah. then I then I guess I would just say if you took my top two already, mm-hmm. I would probably say um, 
Friday the 13th, the final chapter. The Shining. Oh, yeah. The Shining. No. (laughs) (laughs) So Friday the 13th, final chapter. You've talked about it on the podcast before. It's, Mm -hmm. uh, you say it's a quintessential slasher movie? I do, yeah. When we did our, when we did like our quintessential viewings for Shocktober, Mm -hmm. I said, if a newbie were to come to me and ask where to start, and of course I'd ask them all kinds of questions first, but I would, Mm -hmm. I would probably introduce them to Friday the 13th, the final chapter. Nice. It's not the best. I'm not saying it's the best. I mean, Halloween is the best. Is the best. Right. Well, neither one of them are no sleepaway camp. So, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, I did... Matt watched sleepaway camp for the first time last week. No, how, I watched how seven far minutes of it. Seven, seven minutes. minutes, and I was like, "All right, <laughs> this is going to be dead air on the podcast when we get to it because I'm not finishing this." <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. He you... so don't say the end because I we <laughs> we brought it up on our uh, on our kind of. Uh, horror remake wish list and that yeah. was actually my pick was was sleepaway camp I, I think that could be effectively redone and uh i, I was kind of like handcuffed or, or stifled because i i couldn't really talk about the whole point <laughs> yeah. of the movie because matt hadn't seen the end of it yet right <laughs> i plan on seeing it but man i don't ugh. that was just it was so not uh yeah it was just so not what I thought it was going to be. I, I didn't know it was like really campy, really sleepaway campy. Yeah. It's no Friday the 13th. Oh, wait. It's exactly Friday <laughs> it is, the 13th. Which is essentially Halloween, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe it'll be remade. Maybe Hollywood will listen to our podcast. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we're going to get queued up on, or actually, we're going to give away some prizes. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. And I think we might. A date with some- Matt? <laughs> Anyone, please? We mentioned Match.com earlier. <laughs> All right. Chad's going to bring up um, yeah. the bucket, and we're going to draw some stuff. Right, right. How about By the right? way, Matt mentioned uh, The Shining a second ago about and, and, uh, about what my favorite horror movie <laughs> is, and the joke is that I don't like The Shining all that much. Um and I bring that up because if you listen to the podcast or after this, maybe you plan to give the podcast a try. Uh, the next episode we're going to record, Matt and I are going to actually debate the yes. merits of The Shining. Oh, yes. So it's I'm, I'm be... super excited about that. We've had some good debates. We did. Uh, yeah. Tiny and I did The Breakfast Club. Right. Uh, I'm not a fan. Mm-hmm. Matt and I did Star Wars. I am a fan. Matt's not. And Matt's not. I, it's not that I'm not a fan of. He's Star the Wars. one. This is the one. Oh, who doesn't just like got Star up and left. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's worth mentioning. It's it's very much worth mentioning that it's not that I'm not a fan of Star Wars because we're going to be doing Starbase Indie here. Uh, oh uh, yeah, Thanksgiving Sorry. weekend. I mean, he loves Star Wars. I love all the Star Wars. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's just I don't. I'm not as obsessed with it as the entire world is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah. So yeah, stay tuned for. Uh, the obsessive viewer debates the shining. Yes, it's mm-hmm. gonna be. It's gonna be. We're gonna get down and dirty with it. Someone might get fired. <laughs> yeah. We're looking at you, tiny. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, what are we gonna raffle off first? We're gonna give away some Irvington gift cards. How many of you are familiar with like the Irvington area? Are you guys from around here? Do you guys like Irvington? <laughs> it's, yeah. it's By really- the way, speaking speaking of Irvington, we we came in. Um, I'm, I'm from Evansville, so we came in from Evansville. And I was kind of looking around, uh, at, at some of the buildings. I was like, oh, this is kind of a, it's kind of a quaint little town. It actually reminds me of, uh, downtown Haddonfield, which is kind of fun. <laughs> nice. yeah. And then you get to Audubon, and this place 
is crazy. <laughs> like, what the heck happened? Um, this is a really nice part of town you guys yeah, live it in. It really so is. Cool. Thank you for having us. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Greg, Greg so, was instrumental in acquiring these gift cards, broke his bank to get them. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. And several of them were donated. Yeah. Yeah, the majority are donated. We have a few that uh, I just thought, I'm a huge fan of Irvington. Um, that was actually how we first <laughs> stumbled upon this place was mm-hmm. uh, the ghost tour. And mm-hmm. then we kind of fell in love with it and haven't left. Um, but the first gift card is actually going to be from a local establishment that goes by the name of Indy Sykes uh, Cycle Specialist. Cool. So it's the yes. bike shop right down here on Washington Street. Got any cyclists here? It's really hard because we can't see anyone. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you got so, yeah. a bike. <laughs> Hang on, let me hey, let's do this properly. I'm gonna hold it up yeah. in the air so you can't see oh, the, yeah. the numbers. No favoritism here. Right. By the way, I love the McDonald's uh, <laughs> the McDonald's trick or treat bucket that your Happy Meal came in. Hey, this thing is a family heirloom. <laughs> All right, what do we got? Uh, all right, get your tickets out, people. You can't read them, can you? Because it's so dark. Yeah, it's so, too dark. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. Uh, five two nine four zero zero five. Woo! Woo! Really? Nice. <laughs> all, right. all right. So now you have to buy a bicycle. Yeah. <laughs> how many? How many do we have? Does it then go back in the McD's bucket? I think it'll go back after we cycle through all of them. Okay. All right, yeah. the next gift card will be to Maximum Grow. And that's a gardening place right down here on Washington Street as well. Um, hydroponics and gardening, it's very, it's sort of a, um, I guess you could say the Whole Foods of there we oh, go. Nice. Oh, gardening stores. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah, nice. So we're going to pick that one out. Do, Do wanna... another one. Yes. All right. Zero one zero. Zero one zero. Yes. Last three digits. Oh, we got a winner. Right. There you go. All right. Very nice. Are you a gardener? No. <laughs> You're about. She's gonna to be. be. You're She's about to be. be. Oh yeah. <laughs> You're gonna have the best flowers ever. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Uh, yes. All right. Do we do one more? Yeah. Yeah. Just for Let's giggles. Yeah. Hang, on, hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Is actually to a place where tiny. Um, has a magic candle from the magic candle. I do. It does. It's yeah. wonderful. Oh, yeah. the, it's a store right down on Audubon, um, over or just past Bonner Street. Mm-hmm. It masks the disgusting smell of my house. <laughs> from the magic castle. Candle. The magic castle. <laughs> every time, every time I'm over there, I think of that. Uh, zero one five. Zero one five. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. There we go. So is nice. it? What is it like? Is it like a fancier? It has Bed, Bath, and Beyond kind of deal. No, um, I guess you could say that. It's got a little bit more of a pagan influence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of cool stuff in that store. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Lots of it's mystical good. stuff. Very can, interesting. Oh, nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you can get your get your palm, a palm reading. Yeah. So yeah. it's not just candles. It's not about the candles. No, not just candles. No, in the, cool. it is actually haunted by a ghost named Charlie. Nice. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. It's candle maker. Did you guys ever see, um, our idiot brother? Yeah. Yes. Right. And at the end, as you see, already, brother. Yeah. And at the end of it, he and uh, terrifying movie. He, <laughs> Perfect for shot over. He and uh, T J oh, Miller. T J Miller. T J Miller. <laughs> are Stater. candle makers at the end of the movie, and they're like going back and forth. Right. Like, Dude, you don't even know how many candles I've been. <laughs> 
So, uh, what are we doing next? So, next we're going to screen Billy and Brandon's movie. Awesome, which is Intruder. called... Intruder. In, it's called Intruder. Intruder, yes. Intruder, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, I have not seen this, but um, Matt and Tiny raved about it on, on, our, on our little uh, group chat we yes. did both the other day, and they said, I will like it. He will like it a lot. As, as a so huge fan of Halloween, he's going to love it, because it pays very awesome homage to Halloween. So Very cool. All right, bear with us. All right, yes. Fun in Broad Ripple ended with a mugging at gunpoint for three Bargo. Well, IMPD is working on a strategy now to improve safety in the Broad Ripple area. Four more reported muggings in Broad Ripple so far this weekend. This is on the heels of another shooting that killed two and injured five. IMPD has no comment. Now, as I mentioned earlier, I reported on a case similar to this, pretty similar to this, about a month ago. And in that, three victims, three suspects, again, held at gunpoint. We do have officers, you know, that are have stepped up patrols in the area. The bars along Broad Ripple Avenue are hopping. These streets are lined with bar hoppers' cars. Broad Ripple's kind of like an attractive nuisance. You get a lot of people here, you know, one time. And you also get people who are going to prey on the people that are coming back to their cars. You've never listened to it, you totally should. You guys were right. <laughs> that was awesome. All right, how about a round of applause for Intruder? Yeah. yeah. Sweet. Huh. And if uh, the filmmakers would care to come up. Billy and Brandon. Yes. And Kurt, correct? Yes. Yeah, I mean, I can, I can grab another chair. Laps. Oh, You've really? Got laps. <laughs> You'll have to share the mic. Lap too. sitting. <laughs> share. Yeah. There you go. All right. So, how are you guys doing tonight? Great. <laughs> nice. Yeah, you'll have to share the mic, unfortunately. Yeah. If you could speak, like, on the mic. <coughs> yeah. Sure. Or if you want to pass it around or whatever. Yeah. You can take it out of there. There you she go. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Is it out? How's the volume on that? How is it? You guys hear him? Fine. Yeah. You guys okay. hear him? Okay. Sweet. All right. <laughs> I can't hear you, but luckily I'm sitting right next to you. So. <laughs> oh, thank goodness. <laughs> I wouldn't have it any other way. Nice. Ah, all right. So, some well, things. Well, the... Place to start, obviously, yes. is they they came to me and said that it's influenced by Halloween. That that's taking a shot, right? I mean, if they're wrong, if they're wrong, we look like idiots. Is that <laughs> is that the case? Yeah. Okay. Nice. Very much Halloween and the Strangers was kind of what we were going for. Yes. Ah, oh, that would have been a good pick for one of my favorite horror movies, actually. Yeah. Um, and it's worth mentioning. Except your movie didn't get boring in the third act. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Uh, it's worth mentioning that. Uh, she watch. She's watching Billy and Brandon watch movies. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Which I I I I laughed very loudly in my room when I was watching it because I was like, "That's awesome!" Because I I don't know because I've, I've you guys gave us a, a DVD of of your first uh, first season uh, at PopCon and I watched it and it's it's really it's really funny it's it's really awesome. So so she's watching that and of course her time is about to end. So it's nice that she has a good. High quality thing to watch. Good to go out on. Yeah. <laughs> so, tell, give us some background on Billy and Brandon watch movies, and and you know, your experiences with filmmaking and all that. Share. Okay. Yeah. Sure. sure. Um. Well, 
Brandon and I met in college, and we used to spout ideas back and forth. We worked together, movie theater, of yep. course. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't until after college that we got together and we started writing. And then we'd had the idea for Billy and Brandon in college, and one day between uh, writing scripts, we're like, let's just do a fun exercise. Let's pursue this Billy and Brandon watch movies idea. And we were like, I don't know. We had. <laughs> Our idea of note taking was just writing down movie titles. Yeah, that was just. <laughs> we had three pages of just movie titles. We like, like, oh, oh this yeah, would be could, a good we episode. Could do that. Yeah, yeah right. The Godfather. Been sure. there. Yeah. And Not like what we would do with that. No, like the how title. the Godfather would be funny. Just the title written down. On a piece of paper. <laughs> so we wrote Reservoir Dogs, and yeah, that's awesome. And then we didn't do anything for a long time, and then, and then uh, I had given one of our features to Kurt, um, who was in film school at the time, and uh, he just immediately wanted to direct it. And I was like, Kurt, that's a little ambitious. It's like a two-hour movie. You know, why don't we start with something small? So I gave him the Reservoir Dogs episode and uh, just kind of went from there. Nice. Yeah. That's, that's good. Nice. I love the uh, the the way you guys established the tone in the beginning of, of Intruder, just with all the with all the Broad Ripple stuff, which, it like, I was just very impressed when I first saw that because... I mean, it was just so well handled, like the interspersing of, of just like kind of blurred uh, images with with the news bites, which I assume were real news. The, there was stories? one that was me, but the oh, rest yeah. of them were, were <laughs> nice. real. Yeah, uh, that, that's something we had talked about. We started, we had six ideas, mm-hmm. like when you first asked us to make one, and uh, it was really hard to kind of pick which one we wanted to do, um, and we kind of got it whittled down to two or three. Uh, but I fought really hard for this topic because i felt like it was relevant um, it was yeah it was Mm -hmm. relevant especially here in indy you know it's something it was right after that shooting right a couple months ago and uh so it was just kind of perfect timing i was like i think that's really gonna we can draw on that sort of realism very real fears exactly (laughs) is it is it fair for us to ask what some of your other ideas were or do you guys want to kind of keep those in the can we could talk about ideas yeah yeah yeah. might get your notepad done (laughs) (laughs) we had had like a a very uh seance gone wrong idea yeah um uh, a possessed artifact idea glad we didn't pursue it yeah uh, (laughs) Yeah. this year it'd been a little redundant uh oh like a a demonic telephone yeah that was weird like this like they move into a house and the only thing that's there is like this old phone and then it starts getting calls huh Nice. Uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, we have more written down. But yeah, we have <laughs> right, like six. Right. We and got it's better at hard. taking notes. <laughs> we, sure. we have gotten better. Sure. One yeah, did it start out as just years. like the titles of <laughs> the, your <laughs> <Right>. ideas? <laughs> What's that about? Phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's an audio version of The Ring. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and this one actually has a ring. The ringing phone. Yeah. 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 Um, I, and I just asked because I feel like you made the right choice. And something that we've talked about on the podcast is mm-hmm. that we're all fans of anthologies. Yeah. Um, and I think that the topic you chose really lends itself to short form. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's, it's pretty awesome. I mean, you take the, you take the best part of a movie like Strangers and, and just kind of add the suspense mm-hmm. there. Yeah. Really, I was thinking the other day and I was like, if we were trying to make this feature length, I'm not sure what we would add to it. Like, right. it's just all like the boring crap in the movie. And, and don't you wonder sometimes that 
that filmmakers who do make feature length sometimes have that same conversation. Like, where the hell do we go? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. How do we get bodies into this? That's always fun, like watching those campy 80s like slasher flicks when <laughs> you're like, how are they going to get more? Oh, they called in the cousins. <laughs> like, oh, they were a surprise yeah. party that nobody knew about. <laughs> yeah, that's neat. Or tiny oh, car broke down. Or, tiny watched <laughs> Halloween, or Halloween, uh, Friday the 13th part three for the first time, and the bikers are clearly just bodies yeah. in that movie. <laughs> Uh, wow. That's always the fun. Yeah. It's like almost like Jordan's. It really is. How are we yeah. going to get more bodies? <laughs> well, that was another good thing with ours. We just had the one. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, there, there's, you know, we kind of allude to maybe there were others and mm-hmm. maybe there will be more, but it was just the one that we focused on. So. Nice. Um, how long was the shoot? Uh, that first night, we started at nine and went till one. Only four mm-hmm. hours the first night. Nice. I wasn't there for the second night. The second night was only two or three. Uh, well, we drank a lot afterwards. It's a rap party. Come on. <laughs> sure. And we were shooting nice. at a bar, too. So, I mean. Oh, awesome. Uh, was any of it actually filmed in Broad Ripple? No. <laughs> no, none of it. The magic was of filmmaking. Broad Ripple. Right. Yeah. Nice. Uh, the bar scenes were outside of the Dorman. Okay. Um, and then the rest of it was kind of on the north side. Yeah. yeah. At a house. Cool. I wanted to point out, this is my favorite thing about this, was because Kurt and I actually have the same car. Uh-huh. So when we were shooting the first night, we were using my car mm-hmm. for all of the house and the garage. From the garage into the house was all I was there. But So when she's in Broad Ripple and getting in her car, it's actually Kurt's car. Huh. And it's magical because when I was watching, I was like, how is she going to go from being in my, or in Kurt's car <laughs> to being in my car pulling into the garage and he pulled it off. Nice. Yeah. I, I love the POV shot in the backseat of the car. That was like, it came at like the perfect moment where like you, you get the exposition that they, that they meet and all that. And that's, that's fine. And that doesn't derive, uh, uh, that doesn't deprive from, from the tone established with the broad ripple news uh, scenes at all. But what it does was when it switches to that POV shot, it's like, Okay, some crazy stuff's about to happen. And it was just, it was really, the fluidity of it was really, really smooth. I liked that a lot. My, my uh, two favorite parts are at that point. Um, if, if you watch in the background while they're walking to the cars, while the two mm-hmm. girls are walking to the cars, you can see me cross and get into her back seat. Um, <laughs> it's totally there. Yeah. It's nice. not even, you, a ha- you have to be watching for it, but, right. but it's there. Nice. And, uh, oh, the keys. We did the classic horse horror movie. They're in the nobody. Nobody keeps them in the visor. <laughs> no one. Does Who really that. keeps their keys in the visor? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> every every horror movie when they're searching for keys, they're always up there. Yeah, it's. It was like it was like an on the set idea. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, that's something that always. It doesn't. It's to the. It's such a trope that it, it doesn't bug me anymore. It's just like I'm like, all right, that that's funny because yeah. it's not so much that no one keeps their keys up there. It's that people actually think to check up there. <laughs> it's right. Like, yeah. I wonder if at this point it's almost like a joke. Like every time you hear the yeah. Wilhelm scream, you know they knew yeah. that right. everybody's gonna hear that. So it, it's yeah. got to be a wink at this point. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's definitely it's definitely a fun visual joke. Um, so Kurt, tell us about your background with, with filmmaking and all that and, uh, everything. Um, yeah. So, uh, actually I, I didn't go to film school. I went to school for photography. I'm actually also a photographer. Nice. So, uh, but I went into stop motion filmmaking and kind of just nice. took off from there. My last two years, I just like 
didn't even touch a fucking camera. Really? Like, all video, and somehow my professor put up with that. So, um, but yeah, I met Brandon while I was working at the movie theater as a projectionist, and that's when we started doing Billy and Brandon watch movies. I basically I don't like being in front of the camera or doing much acting or talking, so I just like the directing, editing, all that kind of stuff. So. Nice. Nice. Which we did stick him in front of a camera for yeah, Billy and we, Brandon. We and we he came sure up with write. the most ridiculous character ever. So, <laughs> so he did it to himself. Nice. Yeah. nice. Uh, tell us about the, the future of Billy and Brandon and, and, and what, uh, what's in store for it. Well, where we are in the middle of season two, it's been a long hiatus at this point, much longer. Summer just got crazy mm-hmm. for everybody. Yeah, we did a, we did a couple of conventions. Uh, we met you at PopCon. We also right. did, uh, Indiana Comic Con. Nice. Uh, this guy got married. I mean, it's been a long, <laughs> crazy summer. I know how that goes. <laughs> oh, Greg, what? <laughs> I'm single, bro. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we were like we we're like halfway through shooting an episode when all that kind of started happening. Oh wow! So we uh, we're almost finished with that episode now. Should come out in the next yeah. Couple Spoiler weeks. alert: It's Skyfall. It is nice. Skyfall. And then awesome. uh, we're also doing Starbase Indie. Which right? will be up. Oh, yeah. Uh, we actually have a couple panels going on. Billy and I are going to be talking about yeah. uh, comedy writing for the YouTube generation. Nice. And then uh, we're going to be premiering the following episode, Die Hard. Uh-oh. So, uh oh. That's awesome. So it should be a couple of good panels. And then on Friday night, <laughs> they're actually marathoning our whole first season. Is that what they're doing? Because I yeah. saw the schedule. Like I looked at the schedule and I was like... There's a lot of stuff going on, and it's like Billy Brandon's all over the place. I'm like, I want to see all of it. Yeah, but they blocked out like two and a half hours for us on Friday night. That's so, so awesome. Yeah. So you nice. can you can catch up with the whole series and then watch the Die Hard premiere the next day. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. I might be stepping away from the table quite a bit. <laughs> well, it's um, 11 p.m. I mean. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, any other questions for? Well, I don't. I, I feel like we left it. <clears throat> but I'd like to go back, if you guys don't mind, to sure. the to the short. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I love that. <laughs> I uh, this is something we've been talking about a lot lately on the podcast. I feel I feel like I sound like a broken record. Um, is endings of movies, and oh, I'm very yeah. particular about my endings. Um, uh, yeah, I am super <laughs> particular, and I and I kind of like to have. Uh, I struggle with ambiguity sometimes, and I don't think your your ending is that ambiguous, right? right. Um. But it, yeah, but you I mean, do. It, there, yeah. there is something to be said for um, leaving violence off the screen, leaving it to your imagination, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but do you know? Do you have a clear idea what happens to the character? And and <laughs> sorry, I talk a lot. Um, <laughs> my, I, the reason I ask is because I think of like the ultimate ambiguous ending at the end of Inception when people flipped out about that. <laughs> and my point is, Chris Nolan doesn't know what happens. To the damn top, right? <laughs> right it doesn't right. matter. Right. So my so my point is, did you guys envision anything at the end, or was there was it very clear that you were going to stop where you stopped? I, we had always planned on stopping there. We wanted to do like a like a drag me to hell kind of ending, where just like the you know the logo came back up and the, just that was the end, like mm-hmm. it was done. Um, and I, I think we always. Like we wanted it to end right there with them in the closet, which was a little bit of a Halloween nod. But mm-hmm. 
I mean, I don't think there's any way she's getting away. I mean, he's got yeah. the high ground. Yeah, like, nobody's coming I to think... save her. She text the only person she texts was him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So I, I I think it's pretty obvious what what happened there. Um, they fall in love and get married and have yeah, exactly <laughs> have little. He says, "Will you make me a bagel too?" <laughs> that bagel. Looks By the way, spread the um, <laughs> The cutting of the bagel reminded me of the the intro to Dexter. Is that? On purpose or never watched Dexter. Oh, really? Kurt? It no. was really good for four seasons and then went four seasons too long. <laughs> oh, so um, it's a TV show. It's, we, uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. We, uh, with Billy and Brandon, we've started playing around with some more like Edgar Wright kind of cutting okay. times. Yeah. Um, so I think it was more of that. Gotcha. I thought it was very evil dead Sam Raimi. Yeah. Editing. Yeah. It's that all too. that. And I'm sure, I'm sure Dexter is doing that kind of thing too. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Cool. Well, uh, and where can we find you online? Uh, billionbranded.com. Nice. Egotistical oh. website. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, I think we have some stickers up there somewhere. Oh, awesome. That have uh, our website on there. Sweet. And our faces. And our faces. Yes. <laughs> you can't there forget you these mugs. <laughs> can we ask what your guys, uh, favorite movies, favorite scary yes. movies are? Yeah, I can tell you right now, it's, it's been the, Sam Raimi's The Evil Dead since I was 12. Nice. nice. So 17 years. I've never faltered. Wow. Flinched. <laughs> uh, I always say The Exorcist is my favorite scary movie. It's, oh, nice! The f- actually, probably the only movie that's like really scared me. Yeah. Um, I first watched it uh, when they released the uncut version. They had it on A and E without commercials and with all of the gore and everything in there. And, wow. Um, like it was still that like hard R, mm-hmm. and um, I probably wasn't ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it was good. It was a great experience. And that's awesome. That's awesome. So it's kind of hard to beat that. They're actually showing it at uh, Keystone Art next weekend. Yeah. Uh, midnight yeah. screening. I, I like I your answers because they they speak to time and place, right? Yeah. That like no matter what happens, you won't be able to. That's why I said Friday the Thirteenth right. Part Four. It's not a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. When I first saw The Exorcist, I was, it was, it was weird. I think, I think my brother was about to go on a trip somewhere, and like, yeah. and this is back like in when I was in high school and we shared a room, and like he was sleeping and it was like a Friday night or something. And I just sat there like with. Like in front of my screen on, on like a computer or something, just watching it with headphones on. <laughs> and in that way, it's a very immersive kind of movie. Yeah, yeah. And then like, I, I stopped it when it was over and like around that time is the time that he had to wake up to go, to go for his trip and stuff. And it was like sun was breaking through the windows and I was like, I just felt so weird. Yeah. Like I wasn't necessarily scared or terrified. I was, I just felt really uneasy and very strange. Yeah. So yeah. I, I highly recommend reading the book if oh, anybody yeah? has. Um, it goes really into like psychology. There's a lot of like young talk and it's, so if cool. you like psychology or if you like the exorcist or both, nice. Recommend it. It's really good. Um, but yeah, I always say my top three favorites are the exorcist, alien and Texas chainsaw massacre. And nice. they're all completely different. They all have, you know, different merits, but very cool. Um, By the way, kind of last October we interviewed John Dugan who plays grandpa. Oh, from nice. Yeah. Texas chainsaw. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The, the, the only thing that I really liked about the latest Texas Chainsaw movie was 3D. Yeah, Texas <laughs> yeah. Chainsaw. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Was that uh, that first scene? They got like a bunch of the uh, old actors yeah. back from the yes. first movie. The They're part. playing different parts, yeah. but yeah. it was just cool to see them all out there. Yeah, it was cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Including the late Marilyn Burns. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah, that's another thing. If you uh, pay attention to the movie, the name of our characters. The three names are people that had died right around then. Oh, so wow. the guy was Robin for Robin Williams. Yeah. Huh. The woman was Marilyn for Marilyn Burns. Mm-hmm. 
And who's the other one? Lauren for Lauren Bacall. Oh, wow. wow. Very cool. Very deep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Writers. Layers. Nice. <laughs> nice. And uh, finally, what do you think of Exorcist II, The Heretic? Is that what it is? Yeah. Finally. I like that that's it's finally. finally. <laughs> and finally, it's an to, me, uh, to sum up, to guys. Sum up. <laughs> uh, the, the best part about that is that they got Max von Sydow back to do the, the yeah. flashback. Yeah. That's all I have to say about yeah. The Exorcist. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Exorcist 3 was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's not bad. Okay. But yeah. Awesome. Well, I think, uh, yeah, give us a round of applause for, for Billy and Brandon oh, and nice. Kurt. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. So we have some more goodies to raffle off. Yes. Oh, man. This is fun Good stuff goodies. right here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. Wow. Uh, just show of hands. Has anybody watched The Walking Dead? I mean, it's only a few good. people really. Does want. anybody read the Walking Dead comics? Okay. Nice. Yeah. Okay. They are far superior, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Some cool stuff. Do you, are you current? Those of you who raise their hands. Cool stuff in the last issue. I'm excited. I'm excited. What's that? I haven't read past All Out War. Oh. No. It gets better. <laughs> really? I didn't like All Out War. I I didn't like the uh, the resolution. I thought it was a little hollow. Like uh, yeah. With Negan, yeah, I thought that was yeah, a little yeah. like really. But, would they uh, really do that? No idea what you're talking about. They're doing some, <laughs> they're doing some cool things now. <laughs> nice, nice. So yeah, uh, who wants to who wants to get some stuff? What's up, Mike? DVDs, What's books, up, Mike? draw. Yeah, yeah, I can draw. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Let's we should um, figure out an order for these. Let's just go. Yeah, well, I am I, I holding it for myself? No, I'll hold it. Hang on. All right, I'll hold it. What do you call that tiny your little guy? What's that? So our first thing is what, it is Matthew? a Blu-ray copy of The Boondock Saints. Terrifying. Okay. Nice. Terrifying <laughs> movie. The scariest movie. It is. Well, here. the reasoning behind this is that I saw it at, I saw it at Best Buy. I was like, you know what? I'm going to get this because I know that a lot of the actors do conventions. And I wanted to get like Norman Reedus and... Uh, um, oh. Norman Reedus, I'm not familiar. <laughs> <laughs> but I knew Funny. that, uh, 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 wow. The guy, uh, David. Sean De- Patrick Flannery? No, 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 no. David Della Rocca. Oh, David Della Rocca. Yeah. Rocco. He, he was going to be at, uh, uh, Horror Hound, I think, in like Cincinnati, but I didn't, wasn't able to get that and I still had it. So this isn't signed from anyone from the movie. <laughs> That's why it's first. Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, <laughs> why it's first. So, uh, Blu ray copy. Of the Boondock Saints. Yes. And one of our stickers that you can't put anywhere else. You gotta keep it on the Blu-ray. Right. Uh, <laughs> five, two, nine, four, zero, two, nine. Zero, two, nine. Zero, two, nine. nine. All right. All right. We have a winner. Sweet. All right. You've seen the movie, haven't you, sir? Oh, it's awesome, isn't it? Ah, Sweet. very cool. Sweet. Awesome. Sweet. Awesome. Cool. All right. Our and next item. Matt, what's up next? Oh, the oh, next yeah, item is, uh, which one should we do the first? Lost Boys. Lost Boys. It is a three movie collection, DVD collection of the Lost Boys. Uh, it's got Lost Boys, Lost Boys, The Tribe, and Lost Boys, The Thirst. I, I've seen the Lost Boys once, I think. And, uh, I, I liked it, but I haven't seen the sequels. Um, it's a fun movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. Cool. So that one is on the market. And that one goes to five two nine four zero one three. 
Awesome. Nice. Wait a second. All right. Corey Haim, or Corey Feldman, and the number was 13. Oh. And my pick was the final chapter. <laughs> Come on. Wow. <laughs> I know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and this Halloween is on a Friday the 13th, isn't it? Who? What is? No. Or no, it's wait. The 31st. <laughs> no, but it's on. It's on a Friday. Was, it's on a Friday, but it's, what was it? It's like the. My wife said this. Somebody said to me the <laughs> no, same thing. No, it's like, it's the first time in like 666 years. See, that's bogus. Isn't it's it? Because it's not a Friday Doc the 13th. Brown invents time travel. <laughs> November 5th, 1955. Yeah. <laughs> I, am a, I am a blonde, you guys. <laughs> I, but you're not. What's crazy is that must be going around the internet. There's something, yeah. yeah. It's something like that. Something's going on. Uh, like Ebola. Yes. <laughs> like Ebola. By the way, that jar, that's what was in it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Our next okay. item? Our next item, this is awesome because it is the Halloween 35th anniversary Blu-ray, uh, uh, Blu-ray that came out last, uh, last year. And, uh, it's so awesome. It's like, great. it's, uh, it's got like a, a new transfer mm-hmm. of the movie that was, that was, um, done by cinematographer Dean Cundy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was, oh, he oversaw it and it's the best that the movie has ever looked. Yeah. And it's got a, a, a new commentary track featuring John Carpenter and Jamie, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. And it's also got a really cool, uh, uh, how long is it? Like, a, it's almost feature length. Um, it's the like night she came long. home. Yeah. The night she came home. It's a, it's an hour long, uh, documentary that, uh, shows Jamie Lee Curtis as she's here in Indianapolis at Horror Hound Weekend two years ago. And it's like her first, I think it's her first convention. And it's just. Yeah, first really and cool. last, yeah. First and last. <laughs> it's really cool seeing, she's not dead. It's just, it's because <laughs> she's, she just did the one-off convention. But it was. You really will cool. fall in love with her all over again. Oh my god. And she's also she's, adorable on the commentary. She really is. She's like she's, scared of the movie. Exactly. She's scared of the whole movie and it's, it's, and, it's a lot of fun, it's and, and the, it's very uh, cute to see her. At the you movie. mentioned that it's the best way to watch the movie. Now I'll say it's one of two best ways. I think Here the other go. best way. <laughs> oh, stop it! <laughs> I love you. Mike. Is to is to watch an old VHS copy on a really small TV because that's how I saw it <laughs> the oh, first yeah. time, and I think that's yeah. the best way to experience it. Watch it. Uh, like if it was on NBC. Yeah. Right. And yeah. in 1980. One. It's like the Instagram version of watching it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's that's really cool. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the Blu-ray came out last year. Yeah. And it goes to yes. Five two nine four zero two one. Zero two one. Zero, two, one. Zero, two, one. Zero, two, one. Awesome. Right. Very nice. Lucky guy. <laughs> what if he doesn't like Halloween? <laughs> yeah. You like Halloween? <laughs> Sweet. Nice. Right. Do you already have this? Oh, oh nice. cool. Nice. Perfect. Yep. It doesn't fit perfectly in your Blu-ray library. It sticks right. out a little bit. The case is weird, yeah. But. Yeah. <laughs> but the booklet's really cool. It comes with it. Yep. So next up is a five-book a five set, which I suddenly realized someone's going to have to carry around as they're leaving. <laughs> the um, whole set? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> With the caveat that we, I don't know where book four was, so this is one, two, three, five, and six. <laughs> um, so yeah. All right. Whatever. Bogus. <laughs> <laughs> book four is like twenty bucks on Amazon. Yeah. Um, nine. Five two nine four zero zero nine. Right. Awesome. Cool. Uh, he and 
He reads, right? You rose your hand. Yeah. Sweet. Oh, cool. Nice. Perfect. It's all yours. Yeah. Uh, hang, well, on to your, hang on to your ticket. Yeah, because yeah. we might do yeah. more. Find a way to... How current <laughs> does that go? How far uh, does that go? That is up to, I think, Alexandria. Sweet. I think. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Sorry about four. <laughs> <laughs> but you got some cool stickers in it, too. Yeah. <laughs> next. Up All right. Next. next. These are the big ticket ones. Yeah. Uh, first up is... I needed to make sure that we had a sticker on it. <laughs> a, uh, a DVD copy of Sharknado, which I haven't watched yet, but uh, I had it signed by Tara, Tara Reed at... Uh, what was it? That was Days of the Dead? Days of the Dead, yeah. Yeah, and it's kind of a funny anecdote that she... It, it wasn't really she was very she had a long line and like it was just very like go sign it and all that so um so i didn't get to really chat with her and get her on the podcast but next time <laughs> so time. signed by terry reed sharknado haven't seen it yet have you guys watched it no yeah. no it's not really my thing but yeah, uh, i really I have wish... friends who say it's good yeah they had screenings uh, what's up that here exactly <laughs> um it's the room effect but um, if, uh, uh, I was going to say something about that. Well, I've raffled off, and I'll talk about that in a yeah. minute. Tara Reed autograph featuring Sharknado. Five two nine four zero zero eight eight. Awesome. Sweet. Yes. How excited How are you, Tara Reed fan? <laughs> sure. <Yeah. later? laughs> she was in movies. She's in- yeah. <laughs> Uh, she said maybe before even all then, the surgery. Even then, fan is a stretch. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Do you know who she is? <laughs> <laughs> she was in Big Lebowski. This is pretty sweet, uh, Matt. Yes. This is a... Is it Steel Case? Is that what it's called? Steel mm-hmm. whatever? Yeah. Uh, steel Book. Steel Book copied, uh, Target exclusive. Because all the retailers do the, you know... Yeah. Exclusive, exclusive stuff. ones. Yeah. But it's uh, from Target. It's the complete third season of uh, The Walking Dead, which... If you guys don't know, it's this little scene show on AMC. Uh, a few people watch it. Yeah, yeah. And I had the what was the more thing? than a few. More than a few. <laughs> because on for the first time, like ever, for the first time, <laughs> I, I don't even know since the '90s, a show beat Sunday Night Football in the on ratings. a Sunday night in in yeah. viewership, and Walking Dead premiere did it. Yep. Yeah, and it was a good premiere too. And who's the well, other bad football game? Oh yeah, and the autograph is uh, Scott Wilson. Who played Herschel? Plays Herschel in the show. Spoiler alert! Super uh, nice guy. Yeah. I yeah. <laughs> He's yeah. Uh, we got it signed at a uh, horror hound convention. Uh, when was that? that was September last September? Month. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and I on the Facebook page and on my Facebook profile picture, it's me and him, and because you pay for the signature and a picture, and like his like assistant was taking the picture. But I, I had to ac- pretty much accidentally force her to take like three different pictures because I was wearing this shirt with Obsessive Viewer and I had first the Blu-ray kind of up here concealing the logo. <laughs> then she took the picture and I lowered it. But not I that low. Make sure, not that low. Careful. Um, um, uh, and then I kind of finally took three pictures and I was like, I just want my logo on there, man. Um, you are a shameless plugger. Oh, yeah. ObsessiveViewer.com, people. Uh, so so let's my, raffle this thing. So Scott Wilson, also in Behind the Mask, Rise of Leslie Vernon, which is yes. one of my favorite. If you have not seen that movie, go see movies. it. It's yeah. so awesome. Very good. Um, 
Zero two four. Oh, there we go. Oh, oh. everybody loves Raymond. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you that guy with the dog? <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is uh, Matt's brother Ray. Raymond Hurt, famous dog, just fresh from New York City. You can keep your ticket. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can keep your ticket. Well, keep actually, we're not. That's it. Actually, yeah. Yeah, it's a souvenir. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ray has a, a famous dog you may have heard about. He's here tonight. Yeah, Turbo. Uh, his name is Turbo Roo. Turbo Roo. Anyone he was heard of a little Turbo Chihuahua Roo? who was born without his front legs, <laughs> and they adopted him, and they've helped him, yeah. you know, adapt to that. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Oh, yeah. He's like Lieutenant Dan, but a Chihuahua, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Minus the alcoholism. Yeah. Right. Oh. Well. So far. Let's see. Well, he's getting famous, so. Give it time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Our last thing to give away before we start. The oh, that's the ominous. Event. Yeah. <laughs> Is. What's in the bag? <laughs> Heads. It's, uh... It better be spooky. Oh, it's from Michaels. <laughs> <laughs> Michaels and Target. It's only. <laughs> Talk about horror. <laughs> Too spooky right. as. Ah, oh, there's so many white girls! <laughs> <laughs> and you can say that because your last name's white. Right. <laughs> They're my family members. <laughs> So uh, we actually have the other two seasons up up at the front. Yeah. But if everyone that uh everyone who dressed up tonight has to oh. come up here. Yes. You're in costume and we're going to judge come you. Come on up. Yes. We're going to judge you so hard. Didn't your wife dress up? She did. What are you doing? Are you coming? Up. Amanda. Come on Amanda. <laughs> up. <laughs> I'd love to Thank take you, these sir. home. Everybody, please give a round of applause to Chad, our assistant. Yes. Yes. You have been killing it, buddy. Could not do oh, it without yeah. Chad tonight. Absolutely. Great job, buddy. Okay. Oh, Is there yeah. someone else who's not, who's refusing to come up? Your daughter, she needs, she's. Come on. She might not be a Tales from the Crypt fan. <laughs> <laughs> Yet. Yet. Holy cow, that's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sir. Who are you dressed as? Very nerdy Snake Pliskin. Nice. Very nice. I don't know what's that from. I don't know. Escape from New York. Escape from I'm New York. Just kidding. Oh, yeah. Everybody knows what that's from. <laughs> Kurt Russell. <laughs> okay, and sir, who are you dressed as? I'm a Agent Leo Fitz from Agents of Shield. Oh, very cool. Oh, very nice. cool. What's your name? Ben. Ben. Okay. Alrighty. Up next, who are you dressed as? I dress as Agent Gemma Simmons from Agents of Shield. Oh wow. Nice. Are, did you guys come together? Okay. Okay. And what was your name? No, we were separate. Casey. Casey. Okay. And sir, who are you dressed as? Uh, we're we're a team as well. We're Hank and Dean Venture from the Venture Brothers. Okay. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Nice. Cool. And what's your name? And who are you dressed as? My name is Amanda, Mike's wife. I am a skeleton. Very cool. Very cool. Very cool. Okay. I so, think she looks like Bagul from Sinister. <laughs> <laughs> he loves you though. Oh, yeah. I do. I close you. So I think if you guys can all step in front of the table, we might. Do you guys want to do like a round of applause? Into the light. Mm-hmm. Sure. I think we should judge them. I think you, <laughs> I think you with the ironclad fist should select your favorite. Yes, our, our dear yeah. leader. Matt. And then have oh, you ever God. send them away one at a time? You lose. Yeah. You lose. <laughs> have you ever seen Sophie's Choice? This is Matt's choice. <laughs> Yeah, well. Well, yeah, well. Yeah, yeah Amanda, keep your hands right <laughs> where they are. <laughs> so, Matt, you get to choose. Oh. 
Well, I'm just eliminate one by one. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. <laughs> Social terrorism. All right, first elimination, Greg. All right. Um, can we get what? Can we? What if we did a vote? And I know there's I four of us. I know there's four of us. I was so, going to say a round of applause from the audience, but round of applause from the audience. Know. Yeah, right. we'll do that. Would you that's, guys be up for that? That's better. All right. Yeah. That makes it less embarrassing for Matt. <laughs> less on the spot. <laughs> Amanda, are you scaring Aww. kids again? <laughs> That's got to be the winner. She's really nice. She's really nice. <laughs> Aww. All okay. Right. So should we just go one by one? Yes. Yeah. Round of All applause, right. people. <laughs> <laughs> and you can only clap for one person, yeah? Oh, really? Is yeah, that, I guess that's is that true. how it works. Or know. just like you, can, right? Yeah, <laughs> clap. Give them a little something. Golf clap for everybody. Okay. In the amount of enthusiasm you have for the, for the okay, Amanda here with the skeleton. How does everyone feel about that? That's not very loud, Mike. <laughs> Mike didn't clap very loud. Ow! There you go. <laughs> Uh, Billy and Brandon with the already forgot Venture Brothers. Venture Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> yeah. How do you guys feel? <laughs> Woo! Good, good. You guys with the Agents of Shield ones? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> and how about Snake Plis- Pliskin? <laughs> Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Hey. yeah? What do you guys think? Should we also include the the little girl? Woo! I think Matt won. I think well, as <laughs> as podcast host. Okay. <laughs> Good answer. What is the adorable girl's name? I'm sorry. Calliope. Calliope, you won. Nice. You win. Come get your prize. Yay. Aw. You're going to love. <laughs> Maybe wait a year or two to watch them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, here you go. Thank awesome. you. All right. All right. Oh. All right. To the rest of our costumers who didn't yes. win, though. Yes. <laughs> Round of applause. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes, uh, thanks for dressing up, guys. Yes. We much appreciate oh, it. Yeah. Well, does that sort of segue us into a um, little intermission before we kick off the I think so, the yeah. Movie? Yep. Then we're gonna take a, I think we're going to take a short break, and then we'll uh, come back for yeah, the fi- Living Dead. Five, ten-minute break. Just yeah. use the restroom. There's plenty of Rice Krispie treats and bottled mm-hmm. water back there if you'd like, and then we will kick this thing off for the main event. Yeah. All right. That was it. (laughs) We're not alcoholics, I swear. And now we're back in the studio, guys. What did you guys think of Sharktober and Irvington? It was awesome. Awesome. So awesome. Finally, something like this has been something that's been in the works for a long time and it it was how'd you guys feel going into it 
I was shaking in my little space boots. <laughs> you mean like beforehand? Yeah, like before in the, the thing. Well, I was just making sure I got there on time. Right. <laughs> yeah. That was my thing. Yeah. Do you want to explain it for the listeners, or should we leave that shrouded in mystery? Uh, no, I can't explain it. I'm not embarrassed. Uh, I just kind of was mixed up at, about the time. I didn't really confirm what time it was, so I I had to work, and I work, um, you know, three and a half hours away from where Shocktober was, so. Uh, I figured we'd start at seven and then I'd get there at about seven fifteen. But, uh, I was actually about an hour late cause we started at six, but that's okay. I, I think, uh, I think we did all right. We did. Anyway, and, uh, we missed you. We did. We did. Oh, well, we missed you. Thanks guys. Greg filled your shoes though. Yes. Good. Yeah. Good. Thank you, Greg. Yes. And thank you to everyone that helped out with us because it was a big effort. Like everyone, like the, the the Irving Theater, Greg, our friend Chad from Secular Perspective, uh, just everyone that supported us and everything too because this was something that was like – we announced it at PopCon and I was just like, oh, God, now this is a thing. Now this is <laughs> yeah, real. Yeah, now we have to do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I was kind of, I was just really nervous about it. And then, like, that's that's how I felt going into it. Like, it's, it was a weird week for me because I still had stuff I needed to do. Like, Monday, I was, Monday after work, I went straight to Irvington and just put flyers up all over the place. Like, more flyers. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, Thursday, Thursday kind of hit me. Like, I was like, this thing's tomorrow. Oh my God! This thing is tomorrow. This is happening tomorrow, and uh, and yeah, I I, I felt really good after after it uh, and during it. It was it was really it was a lot easier to do once it got rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, probably not that much easier on Chad though, because poor guy had to run back and forth. Yeah, Chad was a champ. Yeah, yeah he was awesome. Yeah. A lot of help. Oh yeah, like I and I've I've started making notes for next year because I fully intend on us doing this next year too mm-hmm. um and so that that'll be fun um <laughs> that'll be fun and stressful because like i said i was like just freaked out the like the day of i was like what if people don't show up what if there's like what if it's us and us on a stage and the people who gave their films to us <laughs> yeah um, and amanda <laughs> and amanda <laughs> and chat <laughs> but yeah and i mean we've I I, re- I really I'm I'm so happy that we got to do it and we and we got to do it well without with limited casualties. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. And it and it only just makes me more excited for for next year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like I keep toying with the idea of putting a clip at the end of this episode from the strangers where the like the last line of the strangers where the girl's like it'll be easier next time or whatever <laughs> she says. But I'm probably not going to do that thank you yeah you're welcome <laughs> you're welcome um yeah mike what did you think of night of the living dead by the way it was really good um uh you know it, it <laughs> i was a little nervous at the beginning because it was it drags and it kind of mm-hmm. it drags throughout the whole movie really mm-hmm. sure uh it's a slow movie and it's definitely a movie of its time um you know and it doesn't it doesn't have the the tension or the pacing that Halloween does, you know, Halloween's the benchmark, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was fun. It was fun to watch. It was glad. It was like a movie I felt like I should watch, and I'm glad I did. Um, when it finally, 
when the when the action finally ratcheted up, it it got pretty impressive for being the first of its kind, and and I appreciated it for what it was. I'm glad I saw it. It's by no means one of my favorite horror movies. Right. Um. So yeah, I don't I don't know. I haven't really given a whole lot of thought to it, which I guess kind of speaks a little bit to that. <laughs> did uh, Did Amanda have an opinion? I'm curious. She kind of felt the same. Okay. She 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 thought it was cool. She thought it was cool that she finally got to see it, but she also um, felt that it it got slow at times. I really did not like the uh, the female lead. Oh yeah, the, the mm-hmm. girl. She is she is far too helpless. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Annoyingly helpless. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I was curious because I sat behind you guys for a lot of it, and uh, Amanda was like infectiously yawning. <laughs> Ha- well, like, she would that's yawn because there was a movie on. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's got a disorder where she can't watch movies. <laughs> yeah, but it kind of, it just it kept she kept yawning and then I would yawn and then she'd yawn again yeah. and I would yawn like uh, <laughs> yeah it was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, yeah. Uh, you know she 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 think she thought it was all right. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I kind of, Mike, you weren't here for this, but when we first started the live podcast portion of it, um, I asked if anyone, if anyone there had listened to the podcast. And then as soon as I said, I was like, oh, I shouldn't have said that because no one probably listens to it. There's <laughs> yeah. like one guy and then one person in the middle that like said, I, I have. And I was like, oh my God, my words go places. Um, <laughs> our words go places. Yeah, um, we're here too. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> But yeah, it's it was such it was so much fun. I was so so exhausted after it because mm-hmm. um, I was at the theater at like three to set up and everything. And I was really this is such a uh, I guess nerdy kind of piece of pride or whatever. But we actually use like our audio equipment, um, like mm-hmm. our board and everything. We use the theaters like microphones and stuff. But yeah, so I was like I was like this is. It was cool that we got to use our equipment. Yeah. So then what's going on at the theater here in the near future, the Irving Theater? Well, uh, if I can get this posted tomorrow, uh, then tonight they're actually screening uh, Young Frankenstein. Awesome. Which is really awesome. Uh, it's five bucks, and it's only five bucks to get in. It starts at eight. Um, it's all, it's part of the um, 68th annual Irvington Halloween Festival that's going on right now. As are pretty much everything else on this list, but they have uh, then Thursday, October twenty third at seven p.m. They have a free um, uh, spooky stories event mm. featuring a storyteller and the winners of the Irvington Halloween Festival writing contest. Uh, so that's cool. It starts at seven. If I said that already, um, then also like every every Thursday night at six, from seven p.m. to nine p.m. they have uh, poetry open mic, which we actually when we were when we were meeting when we were getting Shocktober in order, me Tiny and Greg met met up there and and kind of sat in on one, uh, just waiting waiting to meet the theater owner, and it was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not someone who's into poetry like at all, but it was it was really cool to see these people just kind of. Stand in front of a mic and, and read some poetry. Right. Um, I thought it was also funny that they were reading from like Kindles and, and yeah. from ebooks and stuff. I thought that that was it's such it's it's interesting to me. Um, of course, throughout the rest of the month, um, these next two weekends, 
Uh, every Friday and Saturday, there is the Irvington Ghost Tours that meet at the theater uh, starting at 7 p.m. Uh, let's see, what else? They have a songwriter's circle on October 24th. Okay, yes, and then the 25th is the, actually the uh, – Saturday the 25th is the day of the Hall- the Irvington Halloween Festival. Uh, they have a midnight a midnight screening of Rocky Horror Picture Show. Hmm. Uh, that's only six bucks, and I'm, those are always really fun. Yeah, I've cool. I've yet to see it like ever, so I might try to go to that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was telling Matt that should be his first experience with the movie because he was kind of yeah, de- absolutely. He was kind of debating whether to like see it on DVD first and then do the theater experience, but I think it'd no, be- you must see it. Yeah, you must okay. see it in theaters. Okay, in a, on a screen. With I'd people. like to as well because nice. I've only seen it on in home on DVD. So nice. Yeah, if we can, I'll totally go to that. Cool. Um, and then also on November 6th at uh, 7.30 p.m., they have uh, this movie that I, be- I believe it's a locally produced movie. It's, a, it's a, I think, a documentary uh, called Science, Sex, and the Ladies. It's the true story of female orgasm, uh, which should be interesting, and it sounds, it sounds really good. Shut up and take my money. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And then finally on Saturday, November 8th, they have a screening of uh, Repo, the Genetic Opera, which I've heard really good things about. It's eight bucks and, and it's, it's supposedly a lot of fun. It's a really cool like uh, rock opera from my understanding. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and you can find all the information uh, for what's coming up at the Irving Theater at, at theirving.com. And uh, there's, there's a lot of cool stuff going on there. They just had Aaron Carter. Uh, have a concert there uh, the day after ours. It's funny because the, the marquee said, Shocktober Friday, Aaron Carter Saturday. <laughs> I was like, bucket list. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so. Oh, yeah, and then don't forget to please support the uh, filmmakers and creative people who were nice enough to submit films to our events. Uh, you can find the first one, J.P. Leck, at elsewhereworld.com. He has a couple of uh, radio plays coming up. Um, it's going to be the week of Halloween. Uh, go to his website, and he'll he'll be announcing that. And then go to billyandbrandon.com, who uh, submitted the second film. Um, and they will be appearing with us at uh, Starbase Indie, the um, convention that will be the weekend of Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. that Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. They've got a ton of stuff going on. Yeah. Um, we'll be at a panel. We'll have a booth there as well so yep. definitely support those guys i mean they were nice enough to you know help support us and oh, yeah. um they're really talented we like their movies and we like their other stuff so check them out cool is that about that about cover everything i believe it does nice sweet any parting thoughts on shocktober and Irvington, guys i just can't wait to do it again it's awesome yeah samesies totes samesies Awesome. All right. And of course, thank you to everyone that came out and uh, and supported us in the audience. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, can't wait to do it again next year, guys. All righty. All right. 